Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast from Destiny Christian Church in Wakefield. We are going to go over to our message from this week very soon, but... Can you believe that it's already December? I cannot believe that it is December. It just feels like yesterday that it was sort of February, March time. The year has flown by. And I'm definitely starting to feel a little bit more festive. Good. Well, it's looking a little bit more festive at Destiny Church as well. We've started getting some decorations up and the feeling of Christmas is definitely coming on week by week. Cool. So let's hear what Apostle Ian has to say to us today. That God is here and He is here to bless us and to protect us. That's what we're talking about today. God, divine protection. God is your protector. Do you know you've all been doing things today that protected you? How many of you wore a seatbelt on the way to church when you were driving? Did you do that because you were going to get fined or for your protection? Okay, a bit of both. All right, there you go. How many of you locked your door when you went to bed last night? Why did you do that? Protection. Protection. How many of you have had the vaccine for the COVID thing? Why did you do that? Well done to you. You are helping to protect not only you, but but me too. That's what we did. Uh, How many of you, when it's raining, put up an umbrella and walk down? Why? For your protection, so you don't get absolutely soaked. You know, there's a, how many of you when you're, I mean, for me now, you know, I'm in grandfather days. And the look of some of you, so are you as well, but, and some of you are not. You haven't even got that just yet. But when you're out walking with them, you're all the time counting, aren't you? There's been a couple of times recently when we've had six of our seven grandkids out with us, and it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two. Hold hands, please. You come to the end of the road, and I don't know if they still do the Green Cross code, but all of you know what the Green Cross code is, don't you? Yeah, and it's like, no, sit there and wait. You know, no, 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 stand there. You know, and why are you doing that? Protection. And I know some of you elderly, more elderly, slightly older, my age, middle-aged gentlemen, when you walk down the street. You walk on the outside of the pavement and you took your wife on the inside, don't you? How many of you do that? Two, three, four, five, six, you know, I know some of you younger guys looking at me, what? But why do you do that? Well, I was always told so that if a car ever came and mounted the pavement, it killed me before it killed her, you know? It's like, what is all this about? (laughs) Um, But, you know, old habits die hard. We all do things that are... You know, we're wearing masks in church today, not because we love it, but because actually the government's guiding us to do it, and we want to be, we want to do the protective thing. God is the ultimate protector. If a father knows how to protect his children, how much more does our heavenly father know how to protect us? There are a number of metaphors, words that mean something in the Bible that um, show us God's protection. How many of you know this? He's our shield. Protection. He's our fortress. Protection. He's our hiding place. Protection. He's our keeper. Protection. He's our refuge. Protection. He's our rock. Protection. He's our shelter protection. He's our stronghold protection. The righteous run to him and we are 
safe because God has provided protection for his people. We're going to home in on just one bunch of verses in a moment. And really, when I started to study this, one sermon became about ten. So I'm going to give you just a couple of thoughts from some of the other, and we're going to home in on just one aspect of it, really. But do you remember the children of Israel? When the angel of death passed over them when they were in Egypt, and they were to take the blood and to put it on the lintels of the doorposts. And what did it bring them? Protection. And the Passover, and even what we were doing this morning in communion, we were celebrating the fact that because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we are protected from the old covenant, and the new covenant becomes ours. We're under the blood of Jesus, and we're safe and secure. Hallelujah. Daniel was in a lion's den, and guess what happened? Protection. God closed the mouth of the lions, the Bible said. There were three young men in the Old Testament called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they went into a fiery furnace. But they came out without even their hair singed. And the Bible says, not even a smell of fire on them. What was that? That, I tell you, was God's protection. The Bible says in another place that the angel of the Lord surrounds those that fear him. What is that? That is protection. Angels protecting us. Covenant protecting us. I tell you, all around us, the Bible says in another place that God's favor surrounds us like a shield. God is into protection. Now, with that in mind, I want us to read Psalm 91 together. If you've got your Bible, you can turn it up. If not, we're going to put the words up here. And to help us really focus on this, wherever you are in the building, and at home, sat in your sofa, why don't you stand with us? And we are going to read this together. Would you be willing to stand? And we're going to read these verses together. Are you ready? Verse 1, it says, whoever, you ready? Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge his faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent, for He will command his angels concerning you 
to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Awesome. That is the word of God. You may be seated, please. As we go back to this, and if we can find verse 1 again on that slide up there, that will be very helpful. It says, whoever dwells, the word dwell means you know it, live, abide, continue. It's not a fleeting moment on a Sunday morning, but if you dwell in the shelter, shelter has got to do, where, where, where do you run for a shelter when it's raining? When it's not a sunny day, when it's a difficult time, you run to a shelter of the Most High. And you rest under the shadow. When, when do you need shadow? When the heat is blazing and things are hot around you. So in a rainy day or in a day when it's getting too hot to handle, God has provided a shelter and He's provided a shadow for you. And in the middle of that, you can rest. Say rest. God's God's protection provides you with rest when you should be troubled, when you should be anxious, when you should just be worried, 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 worried. God says, I will give you rest as long as you abide in the shelter and under the shadow. Verse 2 talks about, He is my refuge and fortress. whole issue of time, the thing of refuge is a safe place. We know about refuge, we know about refugees, when people come to find a safe place. Thank God we've come to a safe place today, not only in the house of God, but in the presence of God. When you, I tell you, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. It's not a trouble place, it's a, it's a safe place. And it's a fortress, it's a fort, it's, it's a place where the enemy cannot get you because we're at a place with God that we can trust Verse 3 and 4 talks about he saved you from the fowler's snare. You might, may say, say to me, what's a fowler? Well, it, it's a bird trapper. It's somebody that's out there to trap you. And really, this, is, this whole thing is, a, is, a, is poetry. It's described as being a, a hymn in the Old Testament. Psalms, Psalms were often like that. So it's a hymn. And he's using poetic language. God is going to save you from the fowler's snare. There are people out there and there is an enemy out there that wants to trap you that wants to stop you, that wants to trip you up, that wants to put you in that trap and say, gotcha. Yeah. Hallelujah for the protection of God. He'll save you from the foulest snare, from those people or the plan of the enemy that wants to stop you. And, and 
taking on the bird picture because, you know, Fowler is somebody who traps birds. He takes that picture and says, I'll cover you. He will cover you with his feathers. He's talking about the eagles now. And under his wings you will find refuge. Same word again. And you will find, and his faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Or if they spend it on what translation, sometimes he talks about your shield and buckler. Now, rampart and buckler are both interesting words. So I'm going to break it down for you. When it's talking about his faithfulness will be your shield, we're talking about a big shield. It's the shield of faith. You know, in the, in the armor of God, God has given you things where you can protect yourself. It's his provision of protection to you, but you've actually got to pick up your shield. It's a big shield. But the buckler is actually a small shield. It was a round shield. It was just in the hand like this, and, and, and it was for close-up battle. The big shield is there to protect you from the long-distance enemy and, and arrows and whatever it was coming against you. But the buckler was there for the face-to-face -face combat when you were fighting in a soldier one by one. And God's made a protection for you, ladies and gentlemen, for things that are far off and things that are near. Things that are going to come at you globally and things that are going to come at me from from, at you from even the people that are closest to you. God has provided a big shield and a little shield, a shield and a, and a buckler, a, a rampart. God has provided it all. Verse 5 and 6 talks about us not fearing. When you know about protection, you do not fear. It says you're not going to fear, and it talks about it all. The terror of night, the arrow that, by the day, the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, the plague that comes at midday. He's talking about daytime, nighttime. He's talking about all sorts of issues. I tell you, there is not one moment of 24 hours a day that God's provision does not cover you for. There's no situation. There's no arrow that comes from somebody. There's no pestilence. There's no plague. It's not going to destroy you at midnight nor at noon. God's promises and God's protection over you is yes and amen at 8 o'clock in the morning and 8 o'clock at night, 2 a.m. in the morning and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. His promises are yes. His promise of protection is yes and amen to you. Awesome. Divine protection. In verses 7 and 8, it talks about in this tape page picture that sometimes people find it really hard to get hold of. It says a thousand will fall at your side, ten thousand will at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You'll only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Sometimes we look at that and we say, yeah, but that's not really true of me. Trouble comes my way. Trouble comes your way. But I want to tell you something. God has made a way through the trouble. He is a divine protector. He is the one you might go through, a valley of the shadow of death. But in the middle of that, you're not going to fear any evil because His protection is over you. And surely goodness and mercy are going to come after the valley. And He's going to come and He's going to bless you. And you're going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And if you go an argument with that, then you've not got an argument with me. You've got an argument with God's Word and God's promise Himself. We've got to stop being so fearful about, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to, I'm going to. And we've got to start saying to God, you are my, you are my protector. You're the one that's looking after me. I'm going to just trust in you and it might have happened to them but it's not going to happen to me we need to have a prophetic and a faith-filled dimension to our lives that says God you are going to protect me trouble might be there but God is going to protect me and bring me through and even if I do suffer the Bible says you will suffer for a little while 
There are times when we suffer for a little while, but God is going to bring us through right there where you are on your sitting room at home or whether you're here in the building with us. God is your protector. If. Oh, because that's the start of the next verse. In verse 9, he says, if. There's always an if, isn't there, when it comes to God? There's an if in life. It's if. If. There's, there's something somewhere in our lives, in our journey, in our thinking, and in a confession of our hearts where we have to answer the word, if I do this, then that, and if I do this, then that. And God is saying here, now listen, He is the divine protector, but there is an if that we need to make sure that we've answered. And it says, if you say. See, what we say is important. If you say the wrong thing, you just open the door for the enemy to come in and rob you. If you say, I am sick and I'm going to die, guess what? It might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. But if you will say, I'm not going to die but live and declare the praises of the God, that might be a self-fulfilling prophecy as well. Or, or actually God standing by His Word. If you continually say, you know, I'm poor, I'm weak, I'm nothing, I, you know, and we're continually putting God promises down, as well as me down, then guess what? We might just land ourselves in some troubled times. But if we will say, the Bible says, the Lord is my refuge. He's my safe place. Do you remember that? Then you will make the most high your dwelling. This is the promise if. Then no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near to your tent. Oh, I want some of that. I want to be able to live in the place when I'm in the refuge, when I am taken care of, I'm in a safe place, and harm might be there, but not here. Disaster might be there, but no disaster in here. Yes, I will have some troubles. Yes, some difficulties will come. Sometimes I will go through those valley experiences, but it's actually not going to finish me off because God's promise to me isn't that they are going to finish me off, but actually we're going to finish the devil off. We're going to say the devil is underneath my feet. He is a defeated foe, and all of that stuff is not going to rob us of the promises and the blessings of God over your life and over planet earth all the way through to the day that we see Jesus. Awesome. Verse 11, he's going to command his angels. Wow, I mean that's a whole day. Well, I started to study that, and I could have preached on that for a couple of weeks, just about the angelic protection that is around you. Now, we're not going to go all weird, but neither are we going to deny the fact that God commands His angels concerning us. There have been, I think, many times when God has commanded angels concerning me. I didn't see them. I've never had a conversation with them. Sometimes, you know, I didn't even hear their wings flapping. Sometimes they might not have even had wings. They might have just been a person. And there's been a certain time in my life when, in our lives, when we know there have been people who came into our lives at the right time, at the right situation to answer a particular situation. And we said afterwards, wow, that was like an angelic provision. The angel, God will command angels concerning you, is what it says, to guard you in all your ways. They will lift up you in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You recognize that verse. It's a verse that the devil quoted. He quoted it at Jesus. 
and said, oh, you can go and do this because actually it says you won't. I mean, I tell you something, if the devil's quoting it to Jesus, he must be worried about that verse. You know, why don't you? Because he knows about the angels because he was one. And, and God kicked him out of heaven. And a, a demon and, and the hell are only fallen angels who couldn't submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ, basically. So he knew, he knows the whole thing that he should have been there to protect. But now he's, he's switched sides. And instead of being there to protect, he's on the other side to destroy. He knows it. Which is why he was able to then start to quote the verse back to Jesus. And Jesus told him to not tempt the Lord his God. And I tell you something, you know, he, he knows about it, but God is able to command his angels. And God with his angels is far, far, far greater, far more protective than the devil and his demons. You know, God comes to bring us peace and security and the devil will only come to, to rob and steal and destroy Verse 13, it's pictorial again. Remember, this is the Psalms. It says, you'll tread on the lion and the cobra. Well, I've never done that, but I tell you what, I've been in a few tricky situations. I've, I've dealt with some tricky people. None of you, of course, you're just wonderful. But I've been and you've been in some times in your life when you knew you were in a, it was like being in the mouth of a lion. It was like being right by the side of some sneaky snake. But God says here about his protection, you'll tread on the lion and the cobra, you'll trample, trample on the great lion. And the serpent, verse 14 says, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him from the mouth of the lion. I'll rescue him from the, the sneaky cobra. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. When we say we acknowledge the name of the Lord, I want to tell you something. We're identifying ourselves with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. When we acknowledge his name, he looks after those who are his. Hallelujah. I'm his. I belong to Jesus. We used to sing it, now I belong to Jesus. Now I belong to him. Oh, I tell you, when you belong to Jesus, he looks after you because you are part of his. And the last two verses says, he will call on me. I'll answer him. I will be with him in trouble. Doesn't say there will be no trouble. It says in trouble. God is going to be with you as the divine protector. He will deliver him and honor him. And with long life, he will satisfy him and will show him my salvation. That is awesome divine protection. In a world where there's pestilence around and there's disease around and there's uncertainty around, where nothing is certain anymore. In a world where the whole lot of the media is out to try and make us feel insecure and upset and to pull, the media's out there to try and chop the legs off everybody, aren't they, and make us all fearful. And we do a good job of taking that in and putting it inside ourselves and make ourselves fearful if we're not careful. Like, you know, your money, it used to count for something, no longer. Your health, well, it's no longer certain. Your education, well, that's not going to make a way for you. You know, and so and so it goes on. But we know that we can trust in the Lord our God for His promises are yes and amen. He is faithful today and yesterday and forever. And He has said over us, I will protect you. God is your protector. In a moment... Just in a couple of moments, we're going to read this psalm again in a slightly different way. I've modified it. It's okay. The Holy Spirit is not offended. I asked him. 
It's, it's just to help us all to get through it. Whilst we read it again, I want every single one of you to consider your response to God's protection. Will you say today, the Lord is my refuge? Or will you say, I'm afraid? You can't say both. Will you say, the Lord is my Savior? Which means that He will save you, not only from a hell that is to come, but save you in life and give you in all of its fullness. Or will you say, I'm a poor so-and-so and and I'm never going to make anything. It depends on what you say. Will you think in your heart as you face the next week and months and year or so, will you say, I am just so uncertain of how this whole thing is going to turn out? Or will you say, my life is in good hands. It's in God's hands. It's in a God of going to protect me, his God who's going to provide for me, a God whose presence is going to be with me. It's a God in whom I can trust. If you will say that, then I believe that you will know divine protection. Oh, hallelujah for divine protection. God is good, isn't he? So, these guys are going to help us by putting up this uh, psalm again, and the the band is going to join me too. (coughs) And I'm going to ask you to stand with me one more time. Is that okay? And you can stand at home as well. Why don't you join me? You can stand in front of your TV. Maybe somebody's watching this on a train somewhere. Stand up in your train station. It doesn't matter. You might be on a bus. Well, maybe you better sit down, but you know, it it really doesn't matter. Stand up. Even if you can't stand up physically, stand up. I want you to make a good confession from this verse. Oh, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, help us. Come and help us right now. Spirit of the living God, fill this room with such a power of your presence and with your sense of faith that every one of us will speak your word out concerning it. I want you to speak this out as your confession. Amen. Come on with me. Right out loud. Speak it out if you can. When I dwell in the shelter of the Most High, I will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. It's your confession. Amen. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Surely, He will save me from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover me with his feathers and under his wings I will find refuge. His faithfulness will be my shield and my rampart. Remember what you're saying here right now. Speak it out as a confession. I will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that strikes in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand. The Lord is my, where are we? A thousand may fall at my side. 
10,000 at my right hand, but it will not come near me. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Think about it. The Lord is my refuge. Oh, hallelujah. The Lord is my refuge. I want you to say, say that outright loud for me. I know you've got my son, but I want to hear you say it. The Lord is my refuge. Say it again. The Lord is my refuge. And you make the Most High my dwelling. No harm will overtake me. No disaster will come near my tent. For you will command his angels concerning me to guard me in all my ways. They, that's the angels, will lift up, lift me up in their hands so that I will not strike my foot against the stone. Oh, hallelujah. I will tread on the lion Amen. and the cobra. I will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because you love me, says the Lord, I will rescue you. I will protect you, for you acknowledge my name. You will call on me, and I will answer you. That's God saying that to you. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you. I will honor you. With long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation thank you God you are our protector you're the God who will never leave us and never forsake us in you we are safe in you we are secure help us to hold you up in our vision not trouble but you are our vision you are the God who we focus on you are the God that we put our hearts towards you are our battle shield you are our sword for the fight you are our soul shelter you are our high tower and to you we run and we are safe Well, that was a fantastic message and we pray that you have been blessed by what you've heard today and we will see you all next time.